0: People always say to me, how, how? Why are you so happy? <laughs> you know, like why? Why are you so happy? The world is crashing down. Everything's going into chaos. Why are you so happy? I'm like, because I know that life is short. At least the yes. the experience here in the human body. It's, I'm already 54 years old. It's boom. The thing is going so quick. So let's say today is my last day. Let's mm-hmm. just say
1: mm-hmm.
0: well, was, was the 54 years a fun, enlightening experience, or was it trauma and drama and stress and yes, everything. And I'm not saying that those aren't part of the existence, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's going to be depression, there's going to be sadness, there's going to be loss, there's going to be all of this stuff. But if I can feel it, experience it and keep moving forward and not hold on to it. Oh, uh, this horrible thing happened to me, and uh, yeah. I, I keep carrying another yeah. terrible thing. Uh, all this life sucks, right? No, no. life doesn't suck. Um, I think it's pretty good.
2: Welcome to the Reclaim Your A Game Podcast. I'm your host, Christine Franklin. I'm a best-selling author and firm believer that we all deserve to live lives full of joy and show up as the best version of ourselves in every area. Beyond awards and accolades, being on your A-game is about being mindful of what makes you feel your best and settling for nothing less. I had the tremendous pleasure of interviewing well-known health educator Andrea Beeman for Podcast Magazine on the subject of her podcast, Andrea Speaks Out, and I wanted to share with you some of the most intriguing excerpts from the amazing conversation we had earlier this year. We talked at length about what happens when we're disconnected from self, and how we can get reconnected once again. We also talked about what may be on the horizon for those of us in the Western world, and so much more. No summary will do justice to the gems Andrea shared, so it's best to hear them directly from her, right here on the Reclaim Your A-Game podcast. As a masterful coach with almost two decades of experience helping clients, Andrea Beeman is an internationally renowned holistic health coach, educator, and natural foods chef. Named one of the top 100 most influential health and fitness experts of 2012, she is also a recipient of the Natural Gourmet Institute's Award for Excellence in Health Supportive Education and a Health Leadership Award from the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. Since 1999, Andrea has been teaching individuals and health practitioners how to harness the body's own preventative and healing powers with nutritional practices that are seasonal, local, and organic, aligned with the environment and our unique biochemistry, rooted in ancient healing principles and practices, and focused on the physical, emotional, and spiritual contributors to good health. Let's hear more directly from Andrea Beeman. So tell me more about you. I know, you know, there's bio on your website and so on, but if you had to describe who Andrea Beeman is, what would you say?
0: Oh, that's a good question. (laughs) I am Andrea Beeman. I am a child of the universe. (laughs) I, I am here on this planet to have a wonderful experience And while I'm here to share some insight with my friends, right? Mm. So I remember a long time ago when I was first studying natural medicine and natural healing, um, uh, Mishio Kushi, uh, who was a, a founder, one of the founders of Macrobiotics, he was on stage and he was giving a talk and there was like, I don't know, 900 health coaches in the audience. And he's talking on stage and he's like, why do you think you're here on the planet? And everybody was like raising their hand and they're like to make the world a better place and he's like no. And they're like ah oh, to stop cancer and he's like no. And they're like they're like to stop the GMOs from you know being on the food and he's like no. And we're all giving all these great answers and we're like what the heck? <laughs> and finally at the end he goes he goes no. He goes the reason why you came to earth. He goes is to play with your friends. Mhm. so when he said that you know when I was at the time so strict and so you know serious and you gotta (laughs) eat this and I was like oh my god we came here to play with our friends yeah right to have an experience in a human body what you know like our 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 body is housing our spirit. Right. And it's only in here for a limited amount of time. Right. I'm not, I'm not like Walt Disney. I'm not going to freeze my body and think (laughs) that I'm going to live to 500,000 years or something like that. I'm going to go in and out of this thing. It's going to be recycled. Right. So, you know, while I'm here, Andrea Beeman, I'm learning and growing as yeah. much as I can and having an experience as a human being
1: mm-hmm. in a,
0: in a human body or a spiritual being in a human body. And, um, I'm going to share those experiences with my friends, mm-hmm. right? Because I think that there are some things that make life easier while you're in the human body and happier and healthier while you're in the human body doesn't mean I'm going to live forever. No desire Mm. to live forever. Right. (laughs) right. (laughs) Get your experience. Get in, get out back to the universe. So in a nutshell, that's who I think of as my, uh, Andrea Beeman, my Mm. small little Andrea Beeman that is connected to the greater Whole of the universe, right? I, right? I don't feel like I'm separate from the universe, even though I'm in a separate little human body. Yeah. I feel like I'm part of the everything. Yeah, and um, so while I'm here on this journey, I'm learning things. I'm learning. Oh, this this thing that I'm living in. Wow, it's got self healing capacity. Yeah. Oh, wow, this this thing that I'm living with in it can climb mountains. Oh, this thing that I'm living in, I can swim in the ocean, right? All of these, this thing that I'm living in, oh, I can hug another human being and it feels really good, mm. <laughs> right? So I'm learning all of these things, and um, and it's really nice. I mean, you know, like, like people always say to me, how, why are you so happy? <laughs> You know like why why are you so happy the world is crashing down everything's going into chaos why are you so happy i'm like cuz i know that life is short at least the yes. the experience here in the human body it's, i'm already 54 years old it boom the thing is going so quick so let's say today is my last day let's mm-hmm. just say mhm well was was the 54 years a fun enlightening experience or was it trauma and drama and stress and yes. everything and i'm not saying that those aren't part of the existence right mm-hmm. uh, there's going to be depression there's going to be sadness there's going to be loss there's going to be all of this stuff but if i can feel it experience it and keep moving forward and not hold on to it. Oh, this horrible thing happened to me. And I I keep carrying another terrible thing. All this life sucks, right? No, life doesn't suck. Um, I think it's pretty good. I think it's a pretty good life. Yeah,
2: it is. Yeah. I totally agree with you. I always say life is just about our experiences, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's how I've always felt. I've always felt like the world is my oyster. I can go somewhere and have an experience and then come back here and I can go somewhere else and have an experience and then decide where next I want to go. That's how I've always approached it. So I totally get that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's that's a good outlook.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So what would you say you do if you had to say, you know, what does Andrea Beeman do in the world? (laughs) How would you describe it?
0: Um, I am a health and wellness educator. I'm a health coach. I'm an herbalist, Mm -hmm. Um, a fabulous human being. And what do I do in the world is I share knowledge and I share wisdom. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I learn things and then I share that. Um, I I help people adjust. Right. So people generally will come to me when they're feeling out of sorts, Mm -hmm. they're out of balance in some way. The physical body is not functioning right. They feel wonky. They feel off. And I feel like my job on the planet, which I totally love is to help them see if there's another way that they could be on the planet in their human body and maybe shift Mm-hmm. maybe shift their diet a little bit shift their consciousness a little bit mm-hmm. uh shift their relationships a little bit so that they can feel more balanced mm-hmm. um you know i i think that um so many humans are out of balance mm-hmm. definitely you know like when i look around at the world i'm like wow even everything that's just going on with like um the whole caste system, Mm -hmm. right? Where you have this elite population that makes all the money and they don't Mm kind of don't care what's going on with everybody else (laughs) down here. Right. Yeah. And then you're right. And then you have all the people down here that are struggling and kind of scraping around. So like even that system, I think that what we've set up on the planet is a monetary system And I don't think that that's benefiting human happiness. Yes. You know that, um, and this is a much bigger question, but I I think that the systems that we have in place are not designed for your experience that you were talking about. Mm -hmm. Meaning, um, you know, I just want to go out and have an experience and then I come back to my thing and I just want to go out and have another experience and then I come back. But our systems, the way that they're set up is, if you're not a cog in the machine,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you can't make the money to mm-hmm. do the things. And yep. then of course, there are millions of little cogs. And then there's somebody at the top of the cog wheel, <laughs> you yes. know, in charge of all this stuff. So I think that our system is almost, it's crazy, but it's set up like a system of slavery. Yes. Yeah. And it it's, is. um, it doesn't promote human happiness in, mm-hmm. in any way or human health, right? If, Yes, that's true. I'll give you a good example. I'll give you a good example. I used to live uh, uh, on uh, 79th street and I had a neighbor and he was a great guy, big guy, strapping buck, you know, like, and, mm. uh, and he, uh, he was a salesman and he was a great salesman. And uh, I, we used to talk in the health food store and we used to talk in the laundromat. You know, we never had a relationship outside of our little interactions. Mm. Um, so I didn't get to know his spirit Right. I didn't get to know his spirit. I got to know his human um, person, right? right? (laughs) what he shows the world. And uh, one day I'm in the health food store and I'm like, hey, Bo, I haven't seen you in months. Where have you been? He goes, I moved. He goes, Mm. I got a better apartment. He goes, I'm living over at this place now. And he goes, I got the best job. And I said, what are you doing? He goes, I'm selling pharmaceuticals. Mm. And uh, and I go, oh, good for you. You know, you got a job. You're a salesman and he's a great salesman. And, uh, and I, and I go, um, I go, well, uh, how do you like it? He goes, he goes, I like it. He goes, but it's black box sales. Mm. And I go, I was clueless at the time. I had no idea what that was. And I said, well, what's a black box sale? I would ask. He goes, (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, so curious. What the hell is a black box sale? And, um, and, uh, and he goes, oh, black box means that, these medications, they know that they cause cancer. Oh. And, and he goes, I get more money for selling the black box sales, black box medications. Oh, wow. And that was my reaction. And I said, I said, Oh my God. And he goes, he goes, you know, I got to do what I got to do. I, you know, I want to make money in the world. So um, I could see the spiritual disconnection. Mm. Right. I still, you know, honor him as a human being, and, and he's having his journey, but I saw that immediately the spiritual disconnect, because when we're connected to each other in a bigger way, outside mm-hmm. of the monetary system, would you give somebody something that you knew caused them not. to have cancer? Yeah, No, that's not who we are. Wow I know I know it was shocking yeah, it was so shocking, it feels shocking to me. Oh my goodness. But yes, yeah, and then right. I looked it up and I looked it up. I was like, is it, was he kidding me? You know, like, I looked up black box <laughs> medications. Those are a real thing. Oh my
2: gosh. <laughs> yeah. But you're right. I think most people are so disconnected these days and it's such a big problem. That's at the root of so much imbalance. I know I felt yeah. it myself, you know, and I left that job behind and I looked around and I realized how many people were in the same position and mm-hmm. walking around thinking this is normal. And I felt like screaming, this is not normal. Oh my gosh. It may seem normal because 90% Everybody's of the other people it. you know are living like you, but normal yeah. doesn't mean natural, you know? Right. Gosh. So I totally get that. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, you know, um, do you think, what do you think is going to happen eventually? Do you think that we're going to stay disconnected Mm. Or do you think there's going to be this about turn and everybody, well, not everybody, but you know, at least some people are going to say, oh, we've gone so far this way. You know, it's time to take a look at what we're really doing, what we're doing to ourselves, what are we doing to the planet Mm. and make a shift. What's your feeling right now?
0: So my feeling for the past couple of years is that um, there's, there's a lot of waking up that's happening. Like this has been a a big wake up call for a lot of people where they're questioning my government, Mm. my doctor, the medical Mm. establishment, like they're questioning what's going on. Um, So I think that there's a wake up that's happening, an awakening, so to speak, an awakening of consciousness. Now, I also feel like. That the we're going to be split into two societies, Mm you know, like one that is compliant and one that is looking to start something new, mm-hmm. right? So, um, you know, it's, it's it's coming in little pockets. People are like, I'm, uh, you know, like there's a whole group of people that are creating a new medical system
1: mm-hmm. and
0: creating new school systems. Um, but I think that there's definitely going to be a split. And then we're going to have people on this side and they're going to be, Compliant, following the rules, rules, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Following all the laws, doing what they're told. Um, and I, I, feel like they're the dependent ones, mm-hmm. right? They're dependent on somebody to take care of them. They're dependent on the governments and to have their best interest at heart. Although we can see some of those best interests, I, I send them love because I don't think they know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> And then you have this group of people that is, um, um, they're the free spirits, right? Mm -hmm. They, um, the they're connecting to their body, mind, spirit, soul's Mm -hmm. journey and saying, okay, something's not right with this. Mm -hmm. We're creating a new society. So I think there's going to be a divide and -hmm. I don't know what's going to happen. You know, we all don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, but it, it reminds me of, um, the movie Terminator (laughs) in the (laughs) eighties. Right. So I'm thinking like, okay, so what's going to go on? Are we going to be like half robot society and half like (laughs) people living in the jungles? I mean, you know, like, like, what's it going to look like? We don't know. But, um, I, I think that, you know, Many people on this side understand a deeper connection to the body, Mm -hmm. a deeper connection to a spirit. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: like, if you understand that connection to the body and the spirit and the mind, body, spirit, Mm -hmm. right? Father, son, Holy ghost, whatever you believe in, right? Mind, body, spirit. Then you know that there's also another connection. We're not just randomly placed on a planet, (laughs) right? We're connected to this planet.
2: Yes.
0: And this planet is supporting our health and well-being. So when you get to that connection, you're not going to pollute the waterways. You're Mm -hmm. not going to pollute the air. Mm
1: -hmm. You're
0: not going to pollute your body, which is made of all the elements of the planet, right? So there's, There's this awakening that's happening, that people Mm -hmm. are getting this connection, that they are connected to the bigger picture um, and to the earth, little tiny earth, which is a dot in the universe that they're living on, right? right? (laughs) You know, like it brings me back to the ancient teachings that um, the human being is just a smaller version of the entire universe, Yes, right? So if if we get that, then we're certainly not going to pollute the universe, although if you look at what's happening on this side, there's no problem polluting the universe. Right. There's no problem yes. putting all of our junk up into space. Yeah. Right. And no, but for a lot of people on this side, they're like, don't put the 30,000 5G satellites up on top of the, yeah. the atmosphere. Right. And you have all these things we have so much space junk. I can't I even believe it. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Like, no wonder why Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos and all those billionaires are like, hey, let's let's look at Mars. <laughs> let's, let's add some let's, more junk. <laughs> <laughs> let's see if we can get a rocket ship to go to another planet <laughs> right? yeah. because, you know, we're doing so much stuff to this planet.
2: Yeah, But
0: if we really connected and really got that we are the whole thing, mm-hmm. we wouldn't we wouldn't muck it up. Yes, it's true. Wow. Yeah. Well, You know, it's, um, it's definitely interesting times and, yes. you know, I, uh, my main focus is using, you know, food and herbs to help people get connected back to a healthier body. Yeah. But I got to tell you more and more spirit is calling, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, get people connected back to that bigger connection. Yes. Yeah. So important. So, so important. Yeah. Oh, you're a good egg.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Coming from you, that's high praise. <laughs> oh, you, you and know. I we're like little dots in the world. <laughs> yes, it's true. It's true. So I remember you describing how you used to be, mm. and I'm so curious <laughs> like when you were younger. <laughs> yep. I remember the story about you and your ex-boyfriend and the rage you had (laughs) when I ran him over with my car. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yeah. So how did you move from that
0: place to the place you are now? That is so interesting. It was a, um, it was a long transition, Hmm. but it started with my disease. Hmm. Uh, You know, so when I was all through my teenage years and in my twenties, drinking and drugging, you know, like just polluting this system, um, not taking care of myself at all. So body was out of harmony. Mind was out of harmony. Heart was out of harmony, no connection to spirit. Right. Yeah. So when my disease came, my thyroid disease, um, I I started to take care of myself on the physical level, Mm -hmm. right? On the physical level. And I saw changes and shifts in the physical body. Mm -hmm. And I was working at MTV networks at the time. And I started to get this feeling because it was noise coming out of every single room. Right. You know, MTV, there's music videos blaring out of everywhere, you know, like And I started to get this feeling that what's coming into my eyes and my ears are also affecting my body on an energetic level, right? This was after starting changing my diet and starting and healing my thyroid. Mm -hmm. So, um, I said to a friend, I go, I go, um, you know, like, I feel like I I need some silence, you know, and we're working in this loud environment. I said, you know, what do you recommend? And my friend Jason goes, I recommend this book, Pieces Every Step by Thich Nhat Hanh. Hmm. And he was a Buddhist monk. And I read the book and I started to do the meditations in the book. And um, every day I would walk to work and back. And I would do this meditation, breathing in, I breathe in, breathing out, I breathe out. Like Mm -hmm. it was a 45 minute or 50 minute walk to work every day. So I started by connecting back to my breath. Breath is life, Mm -hmm. right? Started and breath is spirit. Yeah. Right. So I started connecting to my breath. And um, then I started to wake up in the morning and say, okay, I want to sit in meditation. Mm -hmm. So I started to sit and I would sit for five minutes and um, I'd be like, oh God, I can't sit for another, you know, like my thoughts would attack me, yeah, literally attack I know me. that feeling. Yeah. Uh, you did this, you did that. This person did this. Yeah, you're angry at that one. Somebody I had a fight with three weeks ago, but I'm still arguing in my mind, right? Yeah. All this crazy stuff. So I started to calm my mind down, you know, just sitting for five minutes every day, five minutes, five minutes, five minutes every day. And then one day I'm sitting in the meditation. And I saw this light, mm. right? And I'm like, you know, in my meditation, I'm like, well, eyes closed. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> what, mm. what the heck? You know, cause the, everything was quiet. It was mm. a very, very quiet space. And I was like, what is that? And then I saw this pulsating colors, white, orange, red, yellow, green, purple, like just colors. And I'm like, holy crap. Like, it looked like a rainbow. Mm. And I'm like, In my mind, I'm going, am I I dreaming? But I was, I could still physically feel myself in a body, except I lost all feeling of the chair underneath me Mm. and that I was in a building in New York city. And it was like, I was floating in space and connected to the entire universe. Mm. That's what it felt like. Right. Like I was just connected to this gigantic thing and there was so much peace and so much calm, mm-hmm. you know, and so, and I was like, wow, that's amazing. And I was like, I was still working in MTV at the time. And I'm like, I got to get to work. I must be here like 10 minutes or something like that. And mm-hmm. I open up my eyes and it was an hour and 20 minutes later. Wow! And I was like, where did I go? Where did I go? What was that place? Um, and not how do I get back there, but how do I bring some of that here mm. to my experience on the planet? Yeah. So then I started to get more deep into meditation and the chakras, right? Ancient mm-hmm. medicine. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I started to work on, uh, all of the different chakras. And when I got to heart chakra, uh, I did, uh, I think it was maybe eight months or a year of heart meditations, mm. Right. Uh, sending love into my heart, forgiving the people that hurt me and abused me and me sending love to the people that I hurt and abused. And that was transformational. I can imagine. That was, I literally cried for a year straight every morning. I would just sit and I would cry and be like, I can't believe I did that to this person. I can't believe I did that. You know, like what I was not in a right mind, right? I was not in a heart centered space. I did that to human beings, mm. right? All this stuff just started to come up. And, um, and I still, to this day have anger, except I know that anger is an energy, right? right? Everything is energy and anger is an energy. And I choose now to get angry mm. and then channel that energy into creativity. Right. Right. So the, you know, like it's, it's learning how, ha- like I said, it's a process, a transitional mm-hmm. process. It didn't happen overnight. It happened years. Right. I'm going to try this. I'm going to try that. I'm going to try that. Right. So now I get angry I get angry all the time. Like sometimes I'll be cursing in the house and my husband's like, You better stop that. I'm like, I'm feeling my anger. I to feel this crap. And that then like my husband. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he feels this stuff. Right? Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because you know you have to feel it, but not let it become you. Yes. Right? That's right. You you let you come. And what is it? What is that thing that's making me so agitated? Oh, they want to lock up our freedoms. Oh, they want to make us put math. I'm going to write about that. Mm. <laughs> right? So yeah. um, it's, it's a process of uh, learning how to use the energy, right? Because everything is energy. Like when I was in that space, right? In the universe, it was just this giant connection of energy. Yes. Right? And what do you do with the energy? Well, I could choose to open my heart energy. I could use to, I could choose to um, use my anger energy to channel some creativity, right? I I could, I could choose this. Everything that we do is I could choose to take the jab or I could choose not to take the jab, right? Yeah. Everything that we do is a choice. Of course. And it affects us differently. Yes. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if I answered the question or if I went around a gigantic universal (laughs) loop. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then you did, back. you answered it
2: beautifully. <laughs> yeah, that's an amazing journey because many people don't get to the point that you got to or aren't open mm-hmm. enough to really explore how to get to that point. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's beautiful.
0: Oh, uh, thanks. And you know, it's still, I'm still on a journey. Yeah, I'm still learning as I, as I go. Yeah. I'm only 54, you know, I got another 30, 40 years of this learning business.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how I view life as well it's yeah. really all a journey and we're all learning and we're all trying to do the best that we can with what yes. we have you know
1: yeah.
2: oh i had another question that listening to your podcast it just popped into my mind i have to ask you this so what would you say to people who say if we dissect everything if we look at what the government is doing and we look at you know what the food manufacturers are doing it's all so negative we're going to go crazy and we're going to be negative all the time all of this is just going to drive us crazy. You know, why not just enjoy life? Why are we even thinking about all this? So
0: Mm -hmm. what would you say to someone who says that? I would say um, it's good to be educated and informed so that you can make the best decisions for yourself. So that means um, read, certainly uh, do the things, research the things that call to you and that you're interested in and that grab your attention, Mm -hmm. but then don't let that stress you out and stop living your life mm-hmm. right so um, I was having a conversation just the other day with someone that they said I don't understand how people can't see what's going on right how do they not see it's like so obvious right yeah how do they not see it and I said because if they open up one window oh the food supply is contaminated with mm. crap they open up one window then they're gonna have to Eventually, another window will open. Oh well, maybe the medical establishment—the way that it's set up now—is not genuine, (laughs) right? And then they have to look at the school system. Maybe what they're teaching is maybe not Not right—not what's good for human beings. And then we look at our government. So it it starts a um, domino effect of. Mm things opening and opening. And I don't know that people have the capacity. We haven't been given the tools or to see that in its capacity. We haven't. So Mm -hmm. I was telling my friend, I said, I could imagine somebody opening up one of those doors and all of a sudden all the other doors open and boom, they have a stroke because mm-hmm. they can't handle yes. the yes. amount of information that they're looking at and going, oh my God, or they have a heart attack because, oh my God, I can't believe that and that and that and that and that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important to enjoy life, yes. Imp- but it's also just as important to be ke- become educated and informed and to do the things that resonate with your spirit. Again, mm-hmm. we go back to spirit,
1: Yeah, like
0: where is spirit telling me to look? Mm-hmm. Where is spirit telling me to go. Yeah. So <laughs> something, one little thing is opening. Mm-hmm. So if they have a, a small opening each time, I think that that's safe for people. Mm-hmm. If they have a large opening and awakening, it's almost like, I remember stories of, um, when I was studying the chakras, if they said that your Kundalini opens too fast, mm. you could go into a state of psychosis mm right? There's stories about the Kundalini opening, and then you have this, whoa, my God, I'm connected to that. everything, yeah. right? Ah, your whole entire universe falls apart, and they never come back from that. Mm. You know, they mental institution and stuff mm-hmm. like that, like really far out there stuff. So, right, you know, with this thing that's going on in the world now, it's almost like I feel like a gigantic awakening is going to happen yes. and, and people are shutting themselves away from that mm-hmm. because they don't want to see it. Mm-hmm. It's, it'll be too traumatizing. Yes. Yes. Right. Too traumatizing. Oh, they, you know, they're trying to kill us. Right? Or yeah. <laughs> they don't, they don't have our best interests at heart mm-hmm. or, you know, like, um, because I think that human beings, we generally want to trust. Yes right? That's we true. generally want to trust and we want to love. That's, it's like, I, that's, I feel like that is our natural inclination. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if, if you have to distrust somebody that you trusted your whole entire life, that's a trauma. Hmm. So
2: I already know why you started the podcast, because you say that <laughs> at the beginning of every episode, <laughs> and I listened to the first episode. So it's very clear. <laughs> oh, good, good. But is there anything else that you want to add to what
0: prompted you to start a podcast? Um, just the, I think the ability to be able to communicate with mm-hmm. people, you know, and hopefully reach some new ears mm-hmm. with some new thoughts, right. You know, I have people start questioning, right. Um, anything question, mm-hmm. their, um, their food question, mm-hmm. their life question, their experience mm-hmm. just start to, to question like, right. uh, You know, like, I I would like to help people wake up. Yes. You know, wake up and I want them to speak up. Right. Fair enough.
2: I just have one final fun question that I ask all the people that I interview for this feature. And that is, what's the one thing that you wouldn't want to live without? And it's a fun thing. It doesn't have to be anything so serious. But you know, if it's meditation or anything like that, you know, whatever it is, could be chocolate,
0: who knows? <laughs> oh, it's funny. The one thing that I would never want to live without is nature, mm. you know, like, um, because in nature, I can get a lot of my needs met yes. already, right? Yeah. I could find food. Um, there's water there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Right>? mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it's for me, like... I take a walk every morning in the, in central park, like my connection to nature, I think helps keep me grounded. Mm-hmm. Right. Like your husband said, Oh, she's so down to earth. Cause I literally connect to the earth. Yes. <laughs> I walk on the earth. I connect to the earth. I'm an earthling. I'm yeah. pretty clear. I'm an earthling. <laughs> so, um, that my connection to nature, if somebody were to take that away from me. Mm. I think I would suffer heart heartbreak. Mm. Right, because yes. I I love I love watching the trees turn, you know, in the seasons. Yeah, I love I love going for a swim in the ocean. Yeah, you know, I, I love. You're not you're in Barbados, so you don't get to see the snow, but I love the snowy weather. Um, I love the sunshine in the summertime. Right. I love the fruit that grows all over the place. You yes. know, I I just I love nature. It's just this a abundant, prosperous, uh, bounty of everything. It's like a beautiful Eden. It's unbelievable. Uh, so I think that like, when I look at the world and I see more and more people disassociating from nature, Mm -hmm. I could understand why there's so much disease and unhappiness completely.
2: I agree. Yeah. Yes. Oh Yeah. yeah. I totally get that. Trust me. It's one of the reasons I'm here (laughs) because nature is all around me and I took
0: it for granted until I left Mm. and then I missed it. (laughs) I'm I'm getting my plane. I'm hopping on right now. I'm getting my plane coming over there. Come on down.
2: Thank you for joining us, Andrea. And thank you for listening to Reclaim Your A-Game. Remember, you can hear more words of wisdom from Andrea Beeman on her podcast, Andrea Speaks Out, which really is a must listen. Until next time, this is Christine Franklin saying have a powerful day.